0: 8256-1729. and now another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. I'm swaying today. I didn't shimmy. shimmy. I
1: was shimmy. I feel like this music doesn't match how the show makes me feel, which is laughter and happiness. Thing <laughs> is for doing. And we are here doing another episode of the new normal at AfterBuzz TV. Here for you. This is episode fourteen. Crazy season one, called Gaydar, or as Jake Dupree likes to say, Gadar. Gadar. You. That's how they say
2: it in Latin. <laughs>
3: I am your host. They don't,
1: they
2: don't. I am your host, that.
3: Lauren Leonelli. <laughs> well, actually, funny thing was, you don't really know how they pronounce Latin, so it could oh. be. Ah. It could be. Uh, I'm Jackie Borowski. <laughs> and here is Jackie Borowski. <laughs> a Latin
4: expert, apparently.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Jake Dupree.
4: <laughs> and I'm Tara Johnson.
1: <laughs> and we have the band back together.
2: Yeah. The band yay. is here.
1: We're all back together, and we're going to talk about gadar, or gaydar, <laughs> as the American folks like to call it. Mm. And this episode was all about outward appearance and how people judge a, a vast array of different types of people on their outward appearance. I mean, it is human nature to an extent. We all do it, but some people do it a little more extreme than others. People <laughs> fall into stereotypes, and this episode was very much so about that. And it opened up with Brian wanting to, he found the perfect outfit for the birth announcement. And it was a very traditional looking <laughs> gown. Dressing <laughs> gown. Dress. Dress. <laughs> he was calling it a dressing gown, but it looked like a dress. And it was white and lacy and very feminine-esque. It had sparkles on it. It did have yeah. sparkles on it.
2: Lots of ruffles.
1: Now, I know back in the old timey times, and that's a real era, by the way. Look it up. (laughs) Being it. The old timey times is real. (laughs) They would wear, dress um, a baby in that for like a picture or a christening. And even still sometimes I've seen dressing gowns on uh, boy, baby boys. Um, or, or sometimes they're like little shorts, but they look still kind of lacy and feminine-ish. But I didn't that that one was very very girly. That one was like extreme, I feel. and I think it was to prove a point. Yeah. But. <laughs> and of course, David had a little bit of a problem with it, saying that people are going to judge and say our baby is gay, and that our gay is rubbing off on them. And and then we you, I think you really liked Jake. You really liked uh, Brian's comeback for that one. When you you said out loud, I really like that, when he said, oh, Brian said, oh, yeah, and all my parents' straightness really rubbed (laughs) up on me.
2: I think that's the best argument for gay people raising children. I'm like, these straight people, they just raised a gay baby. Mm -hmm. Did their straightness rub off on them? Exactly, Uh -uh, it didn't. It didn't. It really didn't. Yeah. So it's a good argument.
1: Well, what would you guys have done had your partner said, I think this is a beautiful traditional dressing
4: gown. Let's put our baby in this. If you were having a boy, would you have had a problem with it? Absolutely. I mean, Julianne and Bill Rancic dressed their mm-hmm. son, Duke, in this kind of similar thing. And Juliana's argument was it's Italian tradition. It is, and it is th- Catholic. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I would have been more concerned about people judging us for having no taste, <laughs> because see, it's a different reason for judgment. It, it, it's true, but it was like a bedazzled dress, and it was like toddlers and tiaras. That's how I felt about it. like no, it this this dress, this, on this particular yet. dress, okay. yeah, it was too much. Even, you know, even if for a little bit, like whomever, it was just too, too much. If it was she like ruffles, a, yeah. if
2: it was like a tunic linen yes. fabric, yeah, something yeah, a little yeah, gender yeah, I neutral, I think it would it have too been much. a lot. So you better.
1: weren't into it either.
2: There's some battles that you pick and choose, and Mm -hmm. I feel like your baby's dress or gown or whatever it is is one that, I don't know, I don't think that it's that big of a deal.
3: So you would have been fine with it? Yeah. I mean,
2: it's just a picture. I think it's Uh, kind of funny, too.
3: It's so traditional looking. It's so traditional. It's just a reminder, though, that gender... Gender differences, like yes, there are biological differences, but a lot of those things are learned. Like mm-hmm. people picking out blue or pink for boys and girls. I mean, when you grow up, it doesn't really matter, right? Right. Exactly. And so there, and even historically, like men wore heels in the 1700s, and now they wouldn't. That the, the you 1700s know? were the actual old timey
1: times. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but they did. And they wore wigs and they wore makeup <laughs> yeah, and they wore right. ruffles and, you know, and maybe had sex with men. And so, well. Maybe. So
3: times, maybe. it's just like we, <laughs> as time goes on, we change what what clothes mean. Mm-hmm. We give it meaning. And mm-hmm. so I liked that. They, I liked the conclusion they come to in the end, which is like, let's give it almost like no meaning. right, Right. It doesn't define who you are or what you want or where you come from or anything. Right.
1: It doesn't. Although society does. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, people do judge you based on how you look or – it. I mean, I am not a very non-judgmental person. I'm very open-minded. Like, I try not to judge. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm sure subconsciously I do. Looking at something, whether it's a person or – a car or a whatever there's some sort of idea you get in your head
2: I think that's just human nature. I think mm-hmm. to an
1: extent, For judging sure. is human nature. And then I think, like I said, this episode was dealing with the very extreme judgments <laughs> that people right. cast yeah. upon others <laughs> based on how they look. And I will chime in on that dress. I, gown, excuse me, dressing <laughs> a huge gown. Huge difference, okay. Gown. Huge difference. I did, yeah. I would have gone, I mean, I think you're kind of right, Jake. Like, it's a whatever, it's a picture, and maybe I'll be a little more neurotic when I have my own child, and I'll be like, no, his hair is out of place or whatever, but I think it was like, pick your battles, but I, yeah, it was a little too uh, sparkly for my liking. Yeah, a little too sparkly. But I think, you know, I mean, again, it's like you want to, I think it's it's awesome and nice, and this show kind of talks about that, to just let the person be whoever they are and if someone's going to judge, you're going to judge and if not it's sort of like you you can't really bother with it.
3: We judge though biologically as a form of like categorizing things. Yes. So as a way to like assess and build information we do that. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of how you ultimately check yourself or how you ultimately react to it in the end Mm -hmm. and sometimes unfortunately like um, the Part of the point that they were making is sometimes people do come to the wrong conclusion. They're mean about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all... I mean, you're right. I think everyone
4: judges it's a subconscious thing, but it's like the next step. Mm-hmm. Are you aware enough of yourself right. and who you are and things around you to take the next step and go, okay, I might have thought that, but what's really going on? Or yeah. do I really have to treat that person or, that way? But you yeah. know. Or what's behind the outward exactly. appearance
1: that lets me know what's really happening here? So totally. Right. And... um I think that Brian and David are very much about that, and clearly the idea of the show is as well. So, (laughs) yeah, that that outfit was Mm. – but but they also – outward appearance came into play when Jane was – when she met Bryce,
4: who – Tara, would you like to – um discuss this I mean oh, John Stamos um mm-hmm. can I just say how you've made my day in so many different ways, and um the new normal is on my DVR, so you'll be making my night too just Oh hey, you know, hey um, yo. would
3: you still Late would night. you still do a pre mullet or a you know pre new haircut, John Stamos, like oh. first season full house. Oh, I'm all about a man's potential. Okay, okay. I'm all about a man's potential. I need to see it. He had nice
4: hair, and it gives you something to hold yeah, on to. It's just a, <laughs> a tra- she'd take a him anyway. That's she all. can
2: get some. Anyway, okay.
4: I can slice it. Know that. Thank you, John. No fat. Know that. Know that. Know that. Um, Thank you, John. <laughs> he, John Stamos is very
1: attractive. Very, extremely, and he does not age. At all, it must be all that Greek no, yogurt he's eating. He
2: <laughs> oikos, oikos,
1: <laughs> and I do buy
4: oikos just to. Yeah. And she eats it
1: in hopes that he'll appear, just like in the commercials. <laughs> and that is false advertising, oikos. Um, but he, so John Stamos walks into. We finally get to see Nana. We've been asking for Nana. Thank we finally God. get yes. to see Nana, and she is selling a house. And he walks in and starts judging things, and she is like, well, what? I can't flip this house. And he's like, no, no. It's you. We need to make you over. Right. Now, I will say it was a little hypocritical of him to judge her appearance and then snap at her later for judging him on his appearance and what she thought that meant and made him, based on her insecurities mm-hmm. throughout life. But I mean, I guess he wasn't really judging who she was, but he did have a comment to make on her appearance. And he did say that it was going to help her sell but- homes meaning that maybe someone would judge her thinking that she wasn't a good enough real estate agent because she doesn't look a certain way. So, you know.
2: I think his came from a good spirited place. Hers came from just wanting to be nosy and wanting to know his life.
1: Of course, but, I mean, somebody could take offense to, like, being told they don't look good. But he's yeah. introducing her to LA real estate, and I agree, it was coming from a good place. But she could have been offended. Oh, and, oh yeah, for sure. and he was, and he was helping, and right. he ultimately—how good did Alan Barkin Holy look? Mother oh, mother of so God. Cute. God, that was really great. So cute. I mean, you can tell she's a gorgeous woman and ageless as well. Mm-hmm. And she, there, her outfits are always kind of just like buttoned up and ugh, Nancy Reagan, if you will.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but ugh, exactly.
1: That haircut is fabulous. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I have a little info on the haircut mm-hmm. um, and later. And then when she came in that outfit and she dropped that coat and took the scarf off and she looked so cute in that suit. Ooh, Yep. And I like that they made, I mean, it was a little subtle, but they made her, she made a comment, I don't feel like a woman, but she had sh- very short hair and she was in a suit. Mm-hmm. And she, I like that they made her a little more
4: masculine. Yeah, the pantsuit threw her off. Because yeah, Nancy Reagan didn't wear pants. No, it's the
2: antithesis wear. of exactly right, what she right. was going for. Exactly,
4: <laughs> she looked so good. She looked oh
2: so modern gosh. and
1: great. Yes, Ugh. and I, um, I think John Stamos kept talking about how sexy she was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, maybe there's a little romance a brewing. He has an arc on this show, so we are going to see him again. Get off my man! Mm. Oh, I'm just saying.
2: I think we have some Justin Bartha, John Stamos. <laughs> just saying factions going on
1: i john stamos is a different kind of sexy than justin bartha
2: what well who would you choose oh one or the other which one would you choose uh-oh
1: i don't know justin bartha i would look at him i think he's very attractive and i feel like he'd be such a good boyfriend yeah. <laughs> but john stamos would give you a makeover john stamos is like older and he has a different vibe and he's I don't know. He can show you things. I would child. need to. This is how. This is how he could. Well, this is how you I yogurt. could decide. This feeding is, you yogurt. Feeding me yogurt. This is how I could decide. I'll go on a date. I'll I'll do this for you. I'll go I'll, on a date with Justin. She's and so I'll go stopless. on a date with John, and then I'll tell you because somebody. See, I don't just judge on outward appearance. Okay. I. Also, and you guys back me up on this one. Tell me if you agree or disagree, or you can just admit you're superficial. Whatever. <laughs> I think someone becomes more attractive once you get to know them. Oh, that's oh, so I true. Agree. Or less attractive. Mm-hmm. Or you know? less attractive. There you go. Yeah. Like a really hot guy, and you're like, oh, and then he opens his mouth, and you're like, all oh, that's gone. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. Right.
3: I mean, you're very true. That's I very totally
1: true. have been surprised about a, somebody that I've been attracted to because I was trying to be open minded and unjudgmental, and. I ended up being really attracted to this one guy in particular and he's totally not my type at all. And, and how I long just, were you together? I we weren't ever really. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of sad. <laughs> Never really Sorry. happened. Sorry. It was like a fling that died. But but I am still he is very attractive to me because he's an awesome, smart, funny person. I like that. And and I think you just got to, you know, if you can be open-minded enough and give people chances, don't judge a book by its cover. There you go. We appreciate your selflessness. I will. So, John, <laughs> John and Justin, all me, Maybe. twist her
2: arm, twist her arm, make her go, make me do make it, her
1: go. Um, and also, so so in the reverse side of, of all these characters, and 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 Jane was being judged by the way she looked, and then she got this makeover. They were also questioning based on appearances. Mark Consuelos' character Chris, the grip, right? Mm-hmm. because
4: Rock, Rock A was dating him. <laughs> or kind of like starting to yeah, date him. She had a huge crush on him. She thought when he said girlfriend to her, he really meant girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. And also John Stammes's character Bryce, we
1: were wondering about his sexuality as well because uh I think there were a few things that he said that he knew a lot about beauty and hair products and fashion, and that threw off Jane, but also a lot of this questioning in her mind came from the fact that her ex-husband, who she was with for a very long time, was gay. She found him having sex with a man, and so she clearly has this insecurity, I think, if somebody comes off a little bit feminine, she's going to go down that road. So I think her it was also coming from her past
4: and not just... But she's a very judgmental character, Nana. (laughs) Right, but But so many people, their judgments come from their own experiences. Right, of course. So that, you know, it kind of makes sense that she's weary of any guy that she finds herself drawn to. Because she said that about her ex-husband. I was drawn to him. We went to plays together. We checked out bistros together. (laughs) I was so drawn to that, and I found that he wasn't really drawn to me Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the same way. So, of course, she's going to be weary of someone where she has that same kind of drawing. But he talks about moisturizer
3: she's more afraid of getting hurt than totally. she than she is of trying to like she you start we're starting to find out that a lot of her her meanness and a lot of her uh the th- unkind things she says are motivated by hurt not necessarily by her just trying to like peg a person down i think a lot of negativity that comes out in you know Being judgmental or
1: whatever comes from fear. And fear is, Mm -hmm. it's either love or fear. Those are like the emotions that make us tick. And she is a very fearful woman. Mm -hmm. And so it comes out in these ways. Like she's afraid of being hurt. She's afraid of being judged and people thinking, oh my gosh, my granddaughter's, you know, with this gay couple and whatever. She's, even her granddaughter's a little bit, great granddaughter is a little bit. Off, and she's very just wary of everyone around her and what that makes her look like. And she is definitely a fearful character. But, yeah, I mean, for sure, this this ex-husband drama is like haunting her. Yeah. And maybe John Stamos's character will help her let go of that because she's car- she talks about it often. She carries it with her,
2: you know. Yeah. And he had a great line at the very end. Do you want to hold on to the, the way things used to be? Or do you want to change and
1: be happy? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what he's ultimately going to do in the storyline for her. I hope so.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I hope think so. that'd be so cool.
4: Yeah, but she can't change so much that she's can't. still not Nana. You she, know, has, she has to come yeah. with the zingers and that kind of thing, you know? Like she she has, can't change that much.
1: She has to represent the side of the population that the show is trying to open their minds up.
2: I mean, because middle America is like this. Mm-hmm. A lot totally. of places are like this mm-hmm. where change and things that are a, a different you know out of the norm of where they live mm-hmm. people don't tend to they judge them too quickly because they don't know and that's not saying that ignorance is to be you know spoken lightly of mm-hmm. but it it's a big issue cuz ignorance is. Right. is a huge
1: thing it is right. mm-hmm. and um i think the uh you know the episode was titled Gaydar and i, I definitely thought that it was very cute that Shania was like, I She have has
3: impeccable gaydar. <laughs> impeccable gaydar,
1: and it is molecular, she said. Uh-huh. Yes. She just knows. And then she outed the gardener.
3: Oh, that was my
2: favorite part. That was amazing. With the screener of Les Mis. And he was like, thank God.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
3: <laughs> and he's like, I use this towel to wipe my face. And she goes, okay. <laughs>
1: Super cute. Yeah. Um, and I love that she's just like, yeah, what? I can just tell if someone's gay or not. Like, no big deal to her. So she, of course, thinks... Mark Consuelos's character is gay. He comes up to Rocky and them on the set, and he she instantly is like, well, "You see her face, like, <laughs> oh my gosh!" And then you know Nana, of course, is like, "Well, I'm having the same problem. This guy I like at work, I don't know." They decide to have. Gay or not gay? Game night. The gay off. <laughs> the gay off dinner party, and they do all, go through all of these things, like name that tune and Oscar, right? Female Oscar, female winners. Oscar winners, and then the greatest. They always have such good comic timing, but it was so great at the end when they were doing the the final tiebreaker. Like they didn't know who was gay or who wasn't gay, so they did the sitting through the
4: Oprah
2: legends. Legends, legends. <laughs> <laughs> but even
4: with that. Um, Bryce couldn't stand it, but David couldn't stand it either. He was in the back like, Oh my gosh, right. I can't yeah. believe we're watching this again. He's killing me. And then they kind of they outwardly admitted sort towards
1: the end of show that this was all not a very good method. It was wrong to to try and pigeonhole people into the stereotypes to tell what they really are, because I know that the writers are trying to keep you guessing with John Stamos. I mean, he says he's not gay, but I like that in and. He's not, I guess, but I think that they like straddling that boundary of, like, he is still very feminine. I mean, some of the stuff he was saying, I don't know, and I'm a girl that likes beauty products, so I don't know. I'm like, he is very, he knows what he's talking about, very informed. I have really good gaydar. I'm just going to jump in here. (laughs) And I I just do. I think I'm kind of like Shania. Do you
3: have... Gaydar, Jackie. I feel like I have really good gaydar. I mean, I I grew up around the theater, so like that'll do oh, it to you. will do it. Survival of lot. the fittest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much everyone around me was gay, unless proven otherwise. Okay, So, <laughs> Jake.
2: I think I have a pretty good gaydar. I've never okay. really been wrong. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Got a pretty good one.
4: Mm-hmm. Spot on. Spot
1: on. My friend Jason is gay and I love him he's queenie like and he has no gaydar and I think people think oh you're gay you'll know and he's he outwardly admits he's like I don't have gaydar I don't even know I don't know what that is what are you talking about I'm like how do you not he yeah so he and he is hysterical but I think again it's a stereotype like oh oh Jake you're gay you must know yeah can't you just tell it's like no it doesn't matter I'm not gay and I have gaydar I just think it's an interesting, and I like that that the term is coined, gaydar or gadar. Gadar. I love that you said gadar. But
2: is it? Wait. On the other hand, do you think that you have a good straight dar then? Because some people are a little bit ambiguous sometimes, you know, especially living in a big city. There's sometimes a little bit.
4: That's a good like point. the blurred Question. line, like with
2: John Stamos's character.
1: I am so. It's hard for me because I feel like I'm so open minded. I feel like if some. I mean, if some girl was like, "I made out with a girl," I'd be like, "Cool." I know some girls would be like, "You're a lesbian." It's like I don't really think that. And even I know it's a, there's a stereotype about men crossing that boundary and women crossing that boundary, and it's like women are allowed to do it but and men still aren't. be, and men aren't. But I don't agree with that. I think if some guy told me I made out with a guy, I would be like, "And you're not gay?" No, I'm not. Okay. Some guys just want to know what it's like, and maybe they're very open minded. I think it's very rare. But I'm just saying. Look at her. No, people who are listening. Jackie is staring at me like, "What the hell is this girl talking about?" I'm not saying that. It look. I'm not. I know it's more rare. I'm just saying. If a guy told me, I I wanted to know what it was like. I'm very open minded. Like, and I didn't really like it. I'm not gay. I I would. I wouldn't be like, "You're gay because you tried it."
2: I think that's really cool that you say that. I was having this conversation recently, and this and this girl was like, "Absolutely not." Absolutely not. Well, absolutely not. What If, Wait, a, guy, if a guy made out with oh, a guy. Oh, that's cl-
1: okay. this is stupid to me. We have a collar. We oh. have a collar. Yay. Hello.
5: Hello. I, I, I don't know how else to say, Miss Leonelli. This is Jason. I don't have Gadar. But as my sister would
1: say, I was given good looks and a personality. <laughs> Jason, I was just, he's watching. This is my friend, Jason. I was just talking about you and you obviously heard. Um, I did. He did. <laughs> Wait, so hold on. But we need every single person on this panel says they have gaydar. You are gay and you do not have gaydar.
5: Do you have it's s- not, well, it depends if they're, like, walking around in, like, a dress like Lady Gaga. Course, <laughs> you know, but for the most part, I mean, here's the thing. You live in L.A. You live up the street from each other. How many men do we see that we just stare at and go, I don't know. Like, I can't tell. He's wearing... Well, okay, jeans. I'm not talking... Tell- That's what I was just oh, here's saying. A, here's my example. that That waiter on that horrible show with the servers.
1: <laughs> the show that I <laughs> don't, host, don't, Vanderpump don't. Rules? Jake hosts that show, Jason. Watch your tongue. Huh? Jake Dupree, our, go, our, our host here, one of our other <laughs> hosts, he hosts the show, the after show for Vanderpump Rules, so watch your tongue. You can mister. have your opinions, though. I'll let you have them. No, I'm
5: not going to say... Uh, what I'm saying is, is that he's in a relationship with a girl, and the very first time I saw him on the show, I was with a friend, and I said, he's straight. Which he one? I was like, yes, Tom.
2: Tom, oh. that does his hair a lot. One, oh, yeah. yeah. Well,
5: he's, the one who has, to, who has the line who goes, he, the girl goes, I'm out of hairspray. He says, I'm out of hairspray. And she goes, use mine. And he goes, yours is the right kind. And I'm
1: sitting
5: there <laughs> going, I'm gay and I don't even have those questions. But
1: that's a stereotype. That's what we're talking about. That's a stereotype. Well, no, like,
5: I, I would agree with that. It's a complete stereotype. But we live in L.A. where I feel like it's really it's hard
3: more to confusing
5: tell if somebody's gay or straight. Because... Everybody's just so pretty.
3: I know. I think it's also the, the context you meet people in. There yes. Are, there have been people that I've worked with where I'm like, oh, I, ca- I get an inkling, but it's like when you work with someone, that they're going to behave a certain way in an office environment mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they're, you know, everybody's dressed nice because it's professional. But then maybe if I met them out at a bar, would a I would definitely story. know or right. not know. And so there's, there's a lot of, like – I think it takes time to assess someone. It does, and there's not a lot of office jobs in L.A. Like, not a lot of us right. work
1: in an office, so it makes it more confusing, too. You see someone out all the time. You never see them in their, like, buttoned-up look. Jason, do you have one question for you? Do you have straight dar? I think you have straight dar. I
5: have complete straight dar. See? How many times do I go to a bar with you and go, that's yours for the night?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes and he so see it's a totally different thing well Jason mm-hmm. thank you for your input and I'm glad that you were listening um, to us talk about you I
5: resent, I, I resent the cleaning comment I'm <laughs> <gonna> go <to laughs> oh, oh.
1: Jason you know I love you and he's laughing <laughs> thank god alright Jason thank you for calling we love you love you more
2: goodbye bye <laughs>
1: see look not everybody has he has no gay dar and straight dar Two separate things. Yeah. But you two together just must be a powerful couple to go oh, out, you know, we, for a powerful pair. You cannot get past us. <laughs> we know everything about you when you no, I'm kidding. We, <laughs> no, we are we are fun together, of course. We have so much fun together. But um but, yeah, I mean, I loved at the end of this episode, you know, of course, we're dealing with outward appearances and what that means. And they all said, you know what? Scratch that. Like, none of this means anything. Rocky ended up finding out that Roque ended up finding out that Chris the Grip was gay. <laughs> and he and they were still like their relationship didn't change. She's like, we're going to go out. And he's like, mani Petty, And she, she's like, girl, we're going to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. And a Mary J. Blige concert. Of and a Mary J. And Mary J. And <laughs> I love that their relationship didn't really change. She just wanted to know, and she's—they're still going to be besties. They're still going to be friends. And um, and then it was very cute that at the end, Brian and David decided we're gonna—the baby boy is gonna wear the gown <laughs> and the football helmet that, or he, uh, David bought a football helmet, but right. he initially had a little like football jersey, and they decided to go halfsies.
3: I think that's him. great. And they say the term confuse everyone, which I think is, I think is, that's the best response to mm-hmm. those sorts of things. It's like, you know, um, you guys know who Eddie Izzard is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's straight. and He's straight. And he has made a huge career out of his life being a cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I confuse people all the time because I have, like, painted nails. I wear dresses. He does his whole stand-up routine like that but he likes women. And and if he told me he met out with a guy I would and he said I'm straight I would say I believe you. And it's like these you um John Stamos's character, I forget, Bryce. Was, Bryce. <clears throat> Bryce. Um he he made a good point where he said these are different times now. Mm-hmm. And and so hopefully we're getting past the the um point where we assign certain like like this piece of clothing belongs to this gender. You know, and this person has to behave a certain way because yes. of this. I agree, right? And this show is doing that with
1: every subject matter they mm-hmm. they have, and I think it's great.
2: I do too. Yeah,
1: I love it I'm, that. I'm
2: I'm really happy. I think that the times are really progressing to be something really cool. I mean, we just had President Barack Obama say in his speech that the journey's not over until gay and. Gay people are treated just like everyone else. Yep,
4: that was a great statement. I mean, that's applause. big ups. Thank surprise. you.
2: I mean, that's just a big statement for someone to make in such a high power position. Mm-hmm. I think it's important, and you see the trickle down effect into TV and mm-hmm. everything. I think it's becoming more of an open thing to be talk about.
1: Of course. I agree, and we love the new normal for that, don't yeah.
3: we? do. Yeah. we yes, do. All right, well. No, Although were. I'm still it's still bugging me though that that football helmet would not fit a baby. That football helmet. It was like a it was like a <laughs> that was decoration. It was, was like a, they're trying trinket. to kill their baby.
1: It looked
2: yeah. like a bobblehead. I didn't like It like a bobblehead. It was weird. They're going
1: to po- put position it next to the baby in the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe the baby will be holding it cuz that was the yeah. pinhead size. Yeah. That's not going to work. <laughs> that not gonna work. <laughs> That's not going to work. That's not going to work, people. All right, well let's get into some news and gossip, shall we?
0: Yeah. After Buzz yeah. TV News.
1: Okay, well, oh the Glad Media Awards are right around the corner mm-hmm. and they just announced their nominees. The Huffington Post Gay Voices had an article and um, along with Adam Lambert, Smash, Paranorman, The New Normal was one of the nominees. There's a whole bunch of different categories. The New Normal is nominated in the comedy series. And they are up against another Ryan Murphy baby, Glee. They're also up against Go On, Happy Endings, and Modern Family, of course. Mm -hmm. And um, we're hoping that they win. We're hoping The New Normal takes it. Um, And the president, I don't know, the president of Glad. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name correctly, Herndon Gratic. I don't know if that's how I pronounce his first name, but... Mr. Graddock was quoted saying <laughs> that this year's nominees enlighten and entertain, but also reflect just what we were talking about—a new American landscape where a growing majority accept and value their LGBT family, colleagues, and friends—and that's, that's awesome. what that's all great. of this is yeah. about. And they nominate things in different categories that they feel like represent that. And um, the awards—the awards—are presented. They're over, like, a series of galas in New York and San Francisco and L.A. and through the months of, like, March, April, and May. So stay tuned. Look out for the new normal, and we hope you win. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also have some, obviously, we've seen Ellen Barkin reveal this great new haircut and look. And she tweeted today. At Serge Norman, who is her hairdresser, she said, Thank you for Jane's new look. Anyone in the industry will recognize those Serge scissors anywhere. And then she followed it up. I think he retweeted her tweet. And then she followed it up with, um, Credit is uh, credit where credit is due. My brilliant haircuts have been yours for 20 years. Thank you, my love. Um, so if I just want to add this in here. Serge, if you're in um, L.A. and you live in L.A., he works at... Uh, where is it in my notes? At John Frieda. So I'm sure it's very expensive, but I looked it up on Yelp and he's <laughs> apparently very good. So if you would like Ellen Barkin's new look, go to John Frieda. And he also is known for like doing Julia Roberts and Sarah Jessica Parker. So clearly he knows what he's doing and her haircut looks fly. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it does. I love it. It's yes. amazing. And then also I read a little article on um, tvguide.com about John Stamos and what, how he felt about... Yes, I know. Oh. Brace yourself. He, he Brace yourself. Um, okay, so he, he was guest uh, guest star as Bryce and he has an arc, so we're going to see him again. Um, and, you know, basically he was supposed to be there to be this you know, uh, ambiguous sexuality and and. To help talk, you know, bring that storyline along, is he or isn't he? And um, either way, he and Ellen Barkin they got a little they got a little nasty, they got a little hot and heavy. Yeah. And he had um, he had a little bit to say about that kiss. <laughs> Basically, what happened during the filming was he just felt this cat and mouse thing going on between their two characters. So he suggested he pulled Ryan Murphy aside and said, "What if I?" Just take it to the next level. And I quote, what if I just grab in the back of her hair and just make out? (laughs) And apparently they thought that was a good idea. So he did it. And he was trying to get a reaction out of her as an actress. And so he also decided – what's the furthest thing you can touch in the back of someone's throat? The uvula or whatever it is? I know. And I know I hit it and she didn't even move. He purposely like shoved his tongue down her throat. He said normally he goes for the stage kiss and this time he was like, no, I'm doing it. Because he wanted to like... Get a reaction out of her. I think when you're dealing with a really good actress like that, you're like, we're going for the gold here. Like, we're keep her on sh- her toes. Keep yeah. her on her toes, and she doesn't stop until she stops. So she's just going along with it. Mm-hmm. And he said also that it was the the fastest chemistry he's ever had with someone on a television show.
0: Aww. He and her.
1: I like that. So I love yeah, that I thought they were great together. I felt the chemistry too, for sure. Yeah. Um. And and then also he he you know he's been seen on Nip Tuck. And on Glee. And now the new normal. And he was quoted saying, you know, of course, Alan Barkin was a draw on doing this. And he loves Ryan Murphy. But he just loves the fact that, like, the rules don't apply anymore. And Ryan Murphy just pushes the envelope and is challenging the traditional norms. And he was – that's what really made him attracted to this role. That he just really wanted to be a part of that. And, you know – He even says in this article that Bryce's sexuality is not really yet to be determined. Like, it's still, Mm. um, you know, and he he didn't want to play into any stereotypes. He just wanted to do the best he could. And I think that he did. I think he represented that really well. Definitely. I think he did a really good job of being who he was and not making that anything, gay or straight, just him. Just him. And he talked about that, and I think he did a great job. And...
2: I have a little piece of news and gossip that you're not going to like. Uh-oh. Oh. From an insider source Uh-oh. at the place where Mr. Justin Barthas' girlfriend works, oh. they the bought a house recently.
1: <gasps> it's all right.
2: And they've only been dating for like six months. Who
1: does that? Justin, don't rush into this.
2: <laughs> so.
4: Think. Just saying. Although when I did John some- and I meet, we will buy a house in like four months. That's fine because you get your life. Okay, you okay know what thank you. Okay, thank you. That's all right. So
1: congratulations, I, I just to had Martha. to share it
2: because it was. I did some little snooping, but I'm That's sorry. That's fine.
1: Congratulations to you. <laughs> all right, let's move into some predictions. <laughs> Okay, now that I'm in a really good mood. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I think that um, John Stamos and Nana are going to do the nasty. (gasps) Yes. I think Bryce and Nana are going to do the horizontal mambo. (laughs) (laughs) I
3: think that's coming up for Sheezy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that Bryce might be bisexual because they keep talking about, like, walking these lines and everything and we still haven't seen an actual bisexual character on the show good call Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good one so that means he could still have sex with nana yeah (laughs) two predictions that's right oh bam
2: i am predicting that rocky gets a boyfriend
3: i I thought this was gonna be her
2: opportunity i thought it would be cool playing on the height issue between rocky and his character because they're so different heights i think that would be funny if they were actually relationship but Hopefully soon.
4: Yeah, I want to see her get a boyfriend. I know. And then I want Chris to be jealous of her and her boyfriend, the relationship they have, because they go to Mary J. Blige together. They do manies and petties together. And the yeah. boyfriend comes in, then Chris is like, happens What happens to the gay? Mm-hmm. What girlfriend? What's going right? on? Okay, so you predict she gets a boyfriend and Chris and, gets and Chris, jealous. Yeah, there you go. Chris is coming back.
1: So we think oh. Chris is coming back. See Mark Consuelos and John Stamos. That's like it sounds Ooh. like a it sounds like a band. <laughs> Mark Consuelos <laughs> and John Stamos. Or like male
2: strippers <laughs> or male rappers or, or, or
1: male strippers in a band. <laughs> there you go. There we are. This is how we do it at the New Normal. <laughs> where there we go at After Buzz TV. All right, thank you so much for tuning in and watching and Jason oh, Phil, thank you for calling in and giving us your gaydar insight. It's lovely. <laughs> um, I am your host Lauren Leonelli and you can find me at Lauren and on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram
3: and my website <laughs> um, I'm Jackie Borowski you can find me at 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter I think it's the same thing on Instagram but I don't really know
2: you can find me at Jake underscore Dupree on Twitter and Jake Dupree on Facebook and Instagrams
4: all right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Path to Passion. There you go. That's right. Okay, we will see you next week. Yay! Woo-hoo-hoo! Yay, Gator.
0: <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.